Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Lovecast, the Boys Love Podcast, where we talk about everything related to boys love. I'm your host, Pixie, and with me are my co-hosts, Kayla and Alexa. Hi. Hi. Hi, guys. We were having some technical difficulties, <laughs> second live and everything, but <laughs> everything is okay now. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. So as you can see for the title, we will be talking about History 4 today. We have a lot of thoughts <laughs> about it. <laughs> a <Yeah>. lot of <laughs> thoughts. Before that, we're thinking that we were just going to talk a little bit about a situation that's been going on for two weeks now. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. One of the main actors in the the Chinese show Word of Honor, there was some pictures of him from 2019 released where he was visiting a Japanese shrine. And a lot of bad stuff has happened at that shrine. I'm not completely sure about what happened the history behind it and everything. yeah but apparently it's very well known for chinese people and it's very bad to visit very disrespectful for the culture and people who were affected by whatever happened there and yeah so he has effectively been removed from existence from this yeah I did a little research on the specific shrine and it's called Yasukuni Shrine. Mm. And it's basically a memorial to Japanese war criminals who mm. invaded China. So I can see why that is. Yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of controversy. It honestly reminded me a teensy bit of the American South where I live. 
Mm-hmm. because there are so many confederate memorials mm, that yeah. represent like really dark and insidious parts of history right. so I equate it to that because a lot of people might be like this is a part of Japanese history but I feel like there is a difference between teaching history mm-hmm. so that it doesn't repeat itself mm-hmm. and, and like then being, it. yeah it can be like complicit and like memorializing these military figures So honestly, I understand where Chinese fans are coming from, Mm. because from their perspective, it would seem like the actor is, I don't know if it's memorializing or I don't know, kind of using it as like a tourist spot for photos. Mm. What I heard (laughs) that he was going there for a wedding. Oh, so that's another thing. And you hold a wedding at a spot like that. yeah, Yeah. So the shrine thing was apparently separate and then the other thing mm. is that he went to a shrine called nogi shrine for a wedding ceremony and mm. there were pictures of him there but i think the main thing people were upset with was this war criminals memorial shrine yeah mm. yeah and he wasn't taking it seriously from what i heard and they were really picking apart his apology as well because it didn't seem like he minded the whole thing either way and he reads a lot of history apparently so yeah i have seen people commenting a lot about what they think about the chinese opinion on this and i feel like as a non-chinese i have no i I have no opinions on how the chinese should feel about this because it's their culture it's their history i shouldn't have anything to say about that but i do have an issue with them erasing him from existence yeah i think it's really i don't know i mean it's so hard to talk about without being like i don't want to criticize like china and the way that Mm -hmm. they handle things but I mean, we have kind of talked about this before, how extreme some of these like types of punishments can be. And it's really interesting to see how this is being handled in contrast with the Chris Wu situation. You know, that's someone who is literally being arrested for having sex with underage women, like as young as like 13, 14. And yes, I think he was banned from Weibo, Weibo, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Weibo, I think. Mm -hmm. And a lot of like his projects and stuff were taken down, but Mm -hmm. the actor himself like has not been banned in the same way that Mm -hmm. the actor from Word of Honor is. So I think it just kind of highlights how, and you know, the Word of Honor situation, it is connected to something political. So I think that's going to be taken a lot more seriously, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. than sexual assault but i don't know seeing these two things like happen at the same time that are yeah sexual assaulted yeah yeah and they handled this situation a lot faster than what they did with chris Wu. like it's just recently that he actually got arrested even Mm -hmm. so i feel this whole situation is really yeah i don't think he deserves to be erased like he doesn't exist I do think that the Chinese are allowed to think what they think about the situation. It's none of my business. But there are ways to deal with stuff like this that does not involve erasing a human being. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. And especially when it's something that happened, what was it, two years ago in 2019? It kind of just like makes you think, 
about how like, you know, this person's career and stuff has been jeopardized from something that happened so long ago. Yeah. I mean, I only know it from the perspective of, I know that Japan has invaded and Mm -hmm. tried to colonize a lot of places in the world. And a lot of people feel that they've never truly apologized for that. Yeah, that's very true. Um, And that they maybe try to cover it up with the kawaii marketing Mm. and all of that stuff. So I only know it from like that perspective of just, I know that Japan has colonized a lot of places. And I know that I feel it's a little similar to the Confederacy in the Mm -hmm. U.S. But yeah, I don't know what the solution is. Like, I don't know what his punishment should have been instead, Mm -hmm. because I agree that it does seem very extreme to just pretend like he doesn't exist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's hard to, like we said, it's hard to have an opinion on it because there is so much that like we don't know everything about. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris Wu, yeah, he lost everything in China, like his whole stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But the man raped people. So, I mean... I think it's different. I don't know. I can't say I think it's different because I don't know. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, not going to comment different on meanings the gravity to different of places. situations here, but you know that China does does not treat women in the way they should be treated. So the seriousness of the situation hasn't been always. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna let let this lay down now. Yeah, we just wanted to inform people and let everyone know what's going on because I know like we know about it because of the Discord server and not everyone has that. So it's at least nice to know why Word of Honor is disappearing Yeah, and why his other projects are gone and why he's disappeared from the face of the earth. Spotlight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, history four. History four. (laughs) What a segment. So, yeah, definitely, like, if you guys have anything that you want us to touch on, any specific scenes or characters or anything like that that you want to talk about, let us know, Mm because I feel like otherwise we'll just kind of, like, start ranting as we usually do. And we have Heather, our podcast assistant, who's going to try and keep track of, like, any Mm -hmm. questions that come through. So, Anything you want to talk about or address, just just drop it in the chat and we will get to it. Yeah. I want to make it clear before we kind of start going into things that my opinions about this show has nothing to do with the actors in it. Mm. I mm-hmm. do not have a problem with the actors and how they did anything. Like, I actually like the actors. <laughs> I like them a lot. I think they did a good job. They don't represent the story of the show so just making that clear whatever my opinions are going ahead it's not don't take it as like a directed against the actors because it's it's not and (laughs) I will say I think I can't I don't want to speak for all of us but I think our feelings are going to air more on the negative side of things so if you did enjoy the series like please know that we respect that and also if you want to talk about why you enjoyed it like we are 100% open to discussing that and having mm-hmm. that conversation. And I'm sure there are things that we all did like about it too. But, you know, mm-hmm. as a whole, I do think we will air more on criticizing the series. Mm-hmm. So please don't take that to heart. Please don't. 
I don't want people to feel like we're discrediting their feelings about the series or anything like that if they did enjoy it. So please feel free to share what you liked about it and everything like that. And Mm -hmm. we would definitely want to discuss that as well. Yeah. And like, this is our opinions. We're not like... We're not critics. We're not professionals. It's just opinions. Yeah. (laughs) We can have different opinions. It's fine. (laughs) So yeah, who wants to go first? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I, you know, I always have to take a thousand notes on every single thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I am not 100% sure on the pronunciation of names. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's the main character is Xing Shi. I think that's how you pronounce it. Sounds right to um, me. <laughs> okay, but I don't know. I guess I should just jump in because. <laughs> okay, so the first thing that stuck out to me about this series was the pseudo incest plotline. Yeah, there's so, that. <laughs> there's Xing Shi, who is like the main character, and his younger brother is Yong Ji. And by the end of the series, they're in like a serious romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. But this relationship is initiated by Yongji getting Jingxi drunk and raping him. And like during the incident, Yongji says that (laughs) that he'll kiss him on the lips when he's sober. But he like proceeds to like rape him. And actually, I thought that the character's initial reaction to what happened was pretty, like, well done. Mm-hmm. Like, after Xingxi realizes what happens, he's all distraught, and he cries about it to his friends. Mm-hmm. And I remember Mu Ren even saying, like, it doesn't matter if you're a man, no still means no. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe this is going to end up with the brothers not getting together <laughs> because Jinxi <laughs> feels so distressed over what happened and his friends are, like, very much defending him, especially Muren, I feel like, is mm-hmm. the only one in this series who really has common sense <laughs> um, <laughs> because throughout the pretty much the whole series, he's the one who is, like, very reluctant to give Yongji, the younger brother, a chance or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like the whole conversation around sexual assault in this series is like so weird because you'll have like Muren, like I said, like resenting the younger brother, but then you'll have Li Li Sheng, Li Cheng, Li Sheng, the one who's like pursuing him. He'll, like, justify his own advances towards him by saying that it's not sexual assault because they're both men. Right. Yeah, Mm. I remember being really pissed about that. It almost feels like they're trying to paint rape as an issue that isn't black and white. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's something that's so cut and dry that I was honestly offended for Xingxi's character. But I don't know. Like, I appreciate that they put content warnings at least. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that is a lot more than what a lot of BLs do. do. Yeah, I'm not sure if they did that after receiving backlash. Like they went in afterwards and added. Yeah, it was- I'm pretty yeah. sure that was afterwards because <laughs> that's probably this show is rated 15. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I think just the conversation around sexual assault in the show is so strange, mm-hmm. and like I can never pinpoint like what the writer's stance is on things right especially because the brothers end up becoming like a happy loving couple in the end 
But like, truthfully, I don't believe that Youngji actually loves his brother. I feel like he is just like very trauma bonded to him mm-hmm. because he, the brother came into his life when his dad died. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like he doesn't really want a boyfriend. He mm-hmm. wants the brother to be like his father a figure. father figure yeah. Yeah. <laughs> daddy issues <laughs> yeah, he's honestly, very obsessive very yeah, obsessive I, I get but I'm just like why do things have to turn out this way and it's like I've kind of like I've said in the past like nobody is asking for BLs to not like depict like things like sexual Bad assault stuff. right yeah. but it's just like the do way. It, when you're, <laughs> yeah when you're depicting them it's like you have to show them in the correct light I guess Mm -hmm. and not have a rapist be one of the people in an endgame couple yeah Yeah. because then it's like you're romanticizing and that gets romantic yeah yeah, so I think that was my biggest issue (laughs) with this series was really the sexual assault Mm -hmm. themes in it and how I never was sure if like they were trying to say it was wrong or it was okay. Yeah. Or like it was it just clear uh, at all. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, yeah actually, <laughs> one of my biggest issues is like the writing in this. Like the way the little brother is written is so unbelievable. If you do like analyzation of his behavior and what he does and everything it doesn't make sense anything of it even mm. if, like i had people arguing that he was like mentally on the spectrum right he had some deep mental issues but that doesn't make sense either because they are making him antisocial but highly functional because he's good at school but then they make him take a bartending class which is a really really social event Like my sister, she used to be a bartender. And I mean, you have to be really physical there when you're a bartender. You have to Mm -hmm. like people. (laughs) And he doesn't like people. (laughs) So it just doesn't make sense for me at all that they're trying to make him look like he's got some really mental issues, but then his actions aren't matching up to it at all. Like I wouldn't mind if... He actually had some mental issues that made him this obsessive and thinking the wrong way about his brother. But they didn't make any sort of connection to any of it. It's just so badly written. It's obvious that the writer of the script has no idea about anything that has with psychology to do and has done zero research on it which bothered me a lot because if you're gonna write or depict characters like that you need to do your research about it yeah and there is a very common trope and this is not just in bl just in media as a whole as people trying to use mental disorders whatever they may be as an excuse for the way characters act and to have them get out of consequences. And whether or not he did have a mental disorder that it caused his obsession or whatever was going on there, I don't think that's an excuse for his behavior or romanticizing his behavior 
or saying, well, it's okay because he has such and such disorder and can't control himself. Because not only does most of the time the, the symptoms and behaviors that they, that they portray mental disorders with the media are inaccurate to begin with, it also paints a negative light to people who live with these disorders in real life and are just trying to exist as normal people with these disorders. Mm-hmm. And then you see characters portrayed in them as me portrayed with those disorders in media that are completely off the scale and you know people unfortunately can't separate media and reality all the time and one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. They put those traits onto people in real life. So as someone, and this is where like, as you guys might know, I'm getting my master's in a psychology degree. So like seeing this kind of stuff portrayed in dramas and and using mental health and mental disorders or autism spectrum disorder as excuses for behavior is just always very very frustrating for me to watch mm-hmm. yeah and one of our comments says that making saying that the neurodivergent or making the neurodivergent character if he is a bad guy might be considered ableist and yeah. I do see that I do see that mm-hmm. as a problem yeah absolutely like the idea that neurodivergent people can control their actions or always end up doing bad things or don't know how to differentiate between right and wrong and things like that. Like, I don't know, it's just, it just paints them in such a negative and like you said, ableist light. It's Mm -hmm. really frustrating to watch. And I like, I went through some of the comments of like on my drama list, on Vicky and Mm. stuff like that, because I was curious about the general reaction to this. And like, okay, a lot of people were pointing out the 
wrongness of it. But then there were the ones who were, which makes this even worse because this show has like made them think like this because someone commented that because he has this diary, the little brother has this diary that he wrote like about his brother and how much he loved him and whatever then it meant he really loved him and the rape was okay because he really loved him. And I'm just thinking it was very framed like it was a teenage girl writing this. And it just makes me like, is this what we're teaching oh, young Makes kids? me want to scream. <laughs> because the show is 15 plus. Think about the demographic that's watching this. Yeah, this is why I'm always like fiction 100% influences reality and yeah, teaches empathy or apathy depending on the situation. So I get really like, ugh. this is like one of the things in BL that like bothers me the most is whenever things like rape are depicted like this. So then people, the viewers who are usually young girls or women are just like, oh, okay, this is fine because it's, it's romantic and it means series. they love me or something like mm. that like oh yeah. yeah I don't want anyone to be taught that like that's no. so bad I remember like there's a comment that Murren made I think that's really stuck with me when they're in the bath and the other guy touches him inappropriately and Murren tells him that if I was a girl that would be sexual assault mm-hmm. yeah and that's but, why I'm like, he's the only one who understands yeah, but, that like, what is happening is weird. Yeah, but how damaging is it to say that it's only sexual assault if it's against women? Yeah. What are you teaching yeah. men who are getting touched inappropriately if you're saying something like that? And it's it's been framed like a moment that was like, whoa, like common sense. But no (laughs) sexual assault either way yes (laughs) it's so wrong yeah it's just that scene stuck with me so badly because i'm just thinking about all these queer people who are watching this and seeing this and getting it stuck in their head that it's okay for other men to touch them Mm -hmm. or if you're a woman and another woman is touching you like it's not okay yeah and I think it also can kind of push that narrative that queer people are like deviant by nature and yeah. use their sexuality as an excuse to get away with things like, oh, I'm gay and doing this to another band. So it's fine when mm. that's not the case. And like you said, it's sexual harassment either way. And this is not something that's exclusive to queer people doing this to other queer people but the fact that it's so often romanticized in bl series and used as this tool to bring couples together or Mm. highlight one's love for the other it's just like perpetuating the idea that Mm. queer people are deviant by nature and their romance and their love includes deviance and sexual harassment and all these other negative things by nature I said that after watching this show, I said that this show feels like they've set back all the progress that BLs have made in the past five years and just ruined everything. Yeah, that's like what Clyde said in the comments. Like the fact that this came out after 
history three yeah which have like some of people's favorite bl series ever like mm-hmm. through trapped and make our days count even though you know the ending is a thing that people yeah hate, it's the but... same same screenwriter for <laughs> for the ending of make our days count as yeah, yeah. but I like actually... history three trapped is like a god tier series mm-hmm. for a lot of people and the fact that this came out afterwards and as part of the history series it's just like oh so we're just going backwards here (laughs) yeah I actually think like the main point like main problem with this show is the writer she is hella sus I'm just gonna put it like that (laughs) but seriously like she wrote make her days count and yes it's a really good show if you look away from the last episode but she plagiarized that from an old i think it was an old manga she took it about that yeah and the old manga yeah the old manga had a happy ending and a bad ending she used a bad ending but it's such an old story that people just haven't like canceled her or whatever so and it's not as well known so suddenly it's okay that she's just like plagiarizing and then she tries to write her own story and it's this. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. who is giving her work? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was looking at her her credits on my drama list. I'm not familiar with any of the other shows that she's written, but I can only imagine what they're like if this mm-hmm. is, you know, the content that we've gotten from her original works. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The writer of Trap went on to We Best Love. Yeah, yeah. And the difference um, in quality between We Best yeah. Love and. I mean, you can clearly see that the good thing about history was the writer of Trapped and We Best Love. And they yeeted her, <laughs> or she yeeted herself, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I. Mm. If you want to talk about the writing not making sense, how about the fact that Li Shang suddenly is in love with Mu Ren? Mm. Though there were no indicators of him liking him at all, and he was obsessed with a coworker. Yeah. It's It's very poorly transitioned. Like, it's not an uncommon trope to have a guy that's straight suddenly discover that, oh, he likes guys. But... He's been together with Murin working for how long? And suddenly, just because a girl he likes is there, then suddenly, oh, I like guys. No. Yeah. It makes I wish the writers would just, I wish they would acknowledge that it's okay to make your characters buy. Like, yeah. they don't have to be ambiguous or confused about their sexuality. They can just be bi. Yeah. So simple. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Is that simple? <laughs> Shaw no, we need more bi characters. In the comments, said that the writer has always been sus, but we gave her a pass because of the acting obsession as romance is a common thread mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I mean, if you think about it, in Make Our Days Count, what's his name? I can't remember who was who. Let me pull up their names very quickly. Hao Ting, I think, is the yeah, the main. He guy. was low key obsessed with Shigu, like yeah, yeah. But he was in a sort of endearing, like yeah, what is this it was kind of way. It wasn't like in History Four, but mm-hmm. it was the kind of thing where once he realized that he had feelings for him, he did not want to let it go type mm-hmm. situation. So 
I don't know. Maybe that's a more mellow version of it. And like I said, I, I'm not familiar with any of her other. She has written a lot of dramas. It looks like I'm not familiar with any of the other ones. But oh, bromance. That was a pretty popular one in 2015. She wrote that. I didn't. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Bromance yeah. was. I know it was like a cross-dressing drama mm. type thing. Mm. So yeah, that's seems like it, it is a yeah. common thing I, for I her then. Like a lot of the discourse happening between people disagreeing on if this show is good or not is because the people who think it's good get offended because they think that we're sort of going at the actors because... I know like a lot of people like the show because they like the actors. I saw so many commenting on Murren and his partner that they were cute and they liked them and all that. And that's fine. <laughs> but when someone tells them like this show isn't good <laughs> and this is why they sort of took that as like a personal attack. The actors were good. They were yeah. they did really well at playing like sort of comedic upbeat roles. And I honestly I like how the show was framed or shot like it's very much like in the style of if you're watching like an anime yeah I don't know if that makes sense but I feel like they really excelled in this type of genre it's Mm -hmm. just the characters they're playing are so terribly written there's no plot would you even call how they were from the start to the end would you call that development of characters I don't know because their personalities switch up like halfway through like yeah. for example Li Shang suddenly liking Muren and suddenly becoming obsessed with him and wanting to be with him after saving him from yeah. that so his character like development no was that he suddenly gay it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no like natural <laughs> progression it was just kind of like there you go Okay. Yeah, you're gay now. <laughs> I remember or whatever. Co-worker, yeah, the female co-worker, the Fujishi, she was saying to him at the one point, oh, you're so deeply in the closet that you can't even accept it. <laughs> but I remember when that happened, I was like, is he really? And like, I was starting to think about it. And maybe I missed something as I was watching the show, but I really don't remember any indicators of him no, liking men. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Like, did he trick himself, like, into liking men because his co-worker was like, yeah, you're gay. And he was like, oh, shit, maybe I must be gay. Reverse psychology. <laughs> I mean, what grown man hears from a girl that you're probably gay and that puts it's like him oxygen. on like, oh. <laughs> It's like oxygen in the series. She did the same thing. Yeah. And except he didn't actually end up falling for the guy in the end. He just used him and it made me sad. But, you know. Yes. It's the same line of like, oh, pretending to be gay because the girl you like is like, oh, you must be gay. So yeah. playing into her fantasy or whatever. This is why I'm calling it lazy writing, that the whole show is just really bad and lazy writing. And I did hear someone like saying that there are layers to the characters and I'm having difficulties seeing these layers. <laughs> And I just, I kind of feel like people are thinking that it's layers because they need to rationalize the bad writing. 
It's so bad. You need to read. There must be layers there that we're not seeing yet. <laughs> nothing can be so bad. It needs to be like some deep meaning to it. Yeah, the only <laughs> character who I could think maybe has layers to him is the main character. What's his name? Zing. <laughs> I can't pronounce his name. Xingxi. Just because we see a lot of his inner struggle with his sexuality and being accepted by his dad mm-hmm. and everything that comes along with that. So I could see like his character having mm-hmm. layers, but uh, I really, I felt like everyone else was very shallow. Mm. I agree. Like, yeah, I, I agree. agree. Like the only character that's actually a little bit thought out is the older brother. It's like she took a really thought out character and just built everything around him. And just forgot about everyone else. <laughs> They're just there to play off him or whatever. <laughs> I really love writing myself. And I've, I've looked into a lot of like screenwriting and researching it and stuff because I want to try and write screenwrite myself. So I do know that I'm a little bit... I tend to overanalyze other people's scripts because I like really go into it because I enjoy it. <laughs> mm. So, but this... I honestly, I have really trouble finding anything positive just in the whole framework of it. And it's, except the actors are fine. Like I said in the beginning, it's not the actors. (laughs) I just, they They deserve something better. (laughs) Yeah, it's really unfortunate because history is such like a highly liked and highly acclaimed like franchise within Taiwan and I know some of the earlier ones I haven't seen a lot of them but I know some of those have like some questionable plot points and stuff as well but it is unfortunate to come into such like a well-known and well-liked franchise and Mm -hmm. this is the script that you end up with and and the series you end up playing in it makes me kind of curious to see how it was received within Taiwan like if Taiwanese natives like enjoy I I mean I'm curious about what they think of the history series overall so I feel like that's something we don't really have a lot of Mm -hmm. like when we were talking to Rabbit and Wolf they did say that most Taiwanese like BL fans are very on the low so Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have a fan community the same way that Thai BL fans do and things like that but I would be curious to see how shows like this have been received by native fans honestly Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm really curious too. Yeah. I don't know if you wanted to get into all the top and bottom discourse that is in the Go for it. Because it's astronomical. Like, I was so shocked. I think it's obviously being used for like comedic effect, mm-hmm. but it still got on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I know that at least Muran, he calls out the other characters for being narrow-minded especially Li Shang who's the one pursuing him he calls him out for being like narrow-minded because he's always bringing up like who would be the top and who would be the bottom between Mm. them but I don't know like some of the ways that Li Shang was differentiating tops and bottoms were very interesting to me (laughs) like the size of your dick (laughs) that's so stupid and I feel like that's such a common oh my god like and then the if you've had a girlfriend in the past or not and of course the stereotypical one of who's manlier but I thought that the girlfriend thing and the dick size was very <laughs> interesting <It's so> stupid. 
Oh, One of the comments is, if he's willing to bottom, he must really love you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's literally what happened. Oh my God. It's so... Because, yeah, the guy has a dream, the dream where Muren is like, I'll bottom for you. And that's all he can think about the rest of the time is how uh, he feels so triumphant that he's the top. And I'm like, what? what is this? What does that it's do so, for you? Like, I mean, like, it, at least in Make Our Days Count, pouting had, like, curiosity on how you do stuff. They kind of skirted the whole bottom top thing there, too. But at least he had, like, some, like, curiosity <laughs> about it and not, like, not Wanting this. to explore type. <laughs> yeah. But not in like, I don't know, because like there is something to be said for wanting to test things out and try different yeah. positions and and try being a top switch. or bottom or switch, you know, whatever. But yeah, the certain stereotypes that the series perpetuated around it was just like insane to even think of how they came up with them. <laughs> like, Yeah, this is like how stereotypical Yahweh was like. 10 years ago <laughs> it like everything was like that but it's evolved since then like you, you can still find yaoi that has those stereotypes mm-hmm. but like people have moved past it and are trying to move more past it like it's not a thing that should be in bl right now we're in 2021 what is this if i didn't know any better i would say like the show came out and 2016 or something (laughs) that's what someone said earlier that it's giving very much 2016 bl energy (laughs) yeah and i mean them throwing in the characters from make our days count is such a sleazy move i'm sorry but Uh... that was nothing but fan service and trying to get people they wanted the views (laughs) it had nothing to do with this I kind of felt like that was the only good part. It's the only (laughs) thing people would see it worth watching for. (laughs) It was really interesting seeing those characters again, because you're like, wow, this is where they are in life now. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it was fan service. Like there was no plot reason for that to happen. Yeah. And and yet Tiny is still in jail. (laughs) Yeah. Save my man Tiny. They have something to bring back. I mean, they have so much good stuff they could actually like make more of like trapped and everything but trapped is not gonna be good unless they get back the writer do not let this woman touch trapped (laughs) oh my god second season oh god i can only imagine what would happen to it i do not condone this woman taking an egg at trapped do not mess up that show i would like to see if we do get a trapped Second season, since it's the same screenwriter, a trapped We Best Love crossover. Since we're just throwing people into other series as well, we might as well have the We Best Love Boys show up in Trapped season two. <laughs> you know, if this, like the writer of History 4 gets a hold of Trapped 2, like the sequel to Trapped, and mm-hmm. it's going to write it, I'm going to start a campaign and actively campaign against this <laughs> do Start not ruin my show <laughs> like seriously i will go to taiwan and make this stop <laughs> protest outside of the offices <laughs> literally on the street with a sign <laughs> yeah. oh my god I will protest the hell out of that <laughs> 
someone, Charlotte said, someone gets arrested in We Best Love and they meet Tangy in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would let it happen. <laughs> Could make it work somehow. Oh my God. Oh, I was going to say something and I totally lost my train of thought. I don't know if it's going to come back to me now. Hmm. I would love like a sequel to Crossing Line. Oh, Crossing the Line. I loved yeah. Crossing the Line. Mm. It's never going to happen because the yeah, one actor is married with a baby now. I don't even know if he's still acting at all, let alone in. Dude, life doesn't stop just because you have a baby. Well, tell that to K-pop fans and BL fans, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> they need to learn that lesson yeah. because they they do act like it's the end-all be-all of yeah, their fave's true. career like bobby just announced yeah. if you guys follow k-pop this is a tangent yeah, but he just announced that he's getting married and having a baby in september and, and we all know how it went for like the guy 10 from exo and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i mean i don't know how it goes for taiwanese actors i don't know if he's still having a career like if he's still acting at all mm-hmm. or what goes on either. or if he chose not to continue acting but it would be a nice for people to just like let them date and have lives and still act in BL or whatever they want to act in, you know? Yeah. Well, you know what happened to like the girlfriend of the guy and Sam from mm-hmm. from We Best, Best Love. Love. Yeah. Yeah. With those girlfriend. Yeah, Taiwanese fans weren't really good about that. <laughs> hmm. We fandoms have a long way to go with mm. in terms of respecting the artists that they claim to be such big fans of. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of sad that all these BL actors, K-pop idols, just have to put, like, their lives on hold or just hide it mm-hmm. and just not live. I mean, if you're calling yourself a fan and you're actively acting in a way that stops them from having a life, yeah, how are you really are you either- a fan? Yeah. I would love to see like a lot of like these BL actors if girlfriend boyfriend doesn't matter if they get kids I would love to see the kids and them dating yeah I want to see them post about their lives on like Instagram and be excited about their romance and stuff like that but like we see with normal like western actors we know like more about Taylor Swift's relationship than she knows herself (laughs) right There was a similar issue with Bright's girlfriend, but I think hers had more to do with the fact that people weren't okay with her. um, Like some political comments or something, I think. Mm -hmm. And people did not like that. But they still harassed her and attacked her in a way that they definitely should not have. Yeah. But yeah, I think hers was related to some comment she had made on Instagram or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, mean yeah. in, no matter what you feel about a person, harassing them is not okay. And you're flipping the situation. Like if you're harassing someone because they said something idiotic, then suddenly they are going to be the victim because you are like writing to them to die and whatever. It's... Why would you do that? <laughs> it's taking the spotlight <laughs> off the idiot who said it. <laughs> yeah, like if you're sending someone death threats over some type of political commentary that they made in the end, you sending them death threats is going to trivialize what they did. Even if they actually did say something that was wrong or inappropriate, like if you turn around and harass them or attack them, like Pixie said, like 
then they become the victim. It makes whatever they did do, and if they should have had consequences for that, seem pale in comparison to the harassment they're receiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other thoughts about History 4, since we're on tangents? <laughs> Wellington said, it's just sad this plot became part of history. I mean, the ending of Make Our Days Count was sad at all, but at least there were some interesting characters. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it just... It didn't do the franchise justice, or at least what we know and like of the franchise. So it's just really unfortunate. And I feel as if it has dampened a lot of people's excitement for any further installments that they might do, Mm -hmm. which I think as far as I know, they are planning to do like a history five or history four series two, something like that. But there was some rumors that the one they put on hold they were going to do into a history four season half season or whatever mm. what's it called again i mean they did like a trailer for it back in the days but it never came I out remember. Oh, i cannot that remember let, but let it... tiny out of jail and put the brother in Either way, we just need to get Tangy out of jail. That seems yeah. to be the bottom yeah. line. Of you know, this that stream. is completely fair. <laughs> that is perfect trade. Oh. See, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so we have like 10 minutes left. People in the comments, is there any plot points or anything that you guys in particular wanted us to touch on? Or I have a thing while people think. The whole scene of Murren in the bathtub thoughts Thoughts. (laughs) in the bathtub (laughs) with his like the other guy watching him Uh, not good thoughts i'm surprised that they showed something like that yeah yeah it was pretty out there um in a way kind of reminded me of the scene in thorn type when type is like sick Mm. and thorn is trying to like take advantage of him or something but not at the same time because mm. I guess the guy just sat there and watched him but yeah. I don't know it was really <laughs> I don't know Weird. why they <laughs> I mean like, they're why? trying to put, put like sort of comedy BL out there and then they put a scene like this that's honestly it was framed really grotesque mm-hmm and really weird that his friend is just staying and and then they kind of framed it like it was a dream that he was dreaming yeah. all this afterwards or whatever and that it was sexy and that's what made him fall in love with him but it's <laughs> huh it makes huh? no sense <laughs> why is that in there it's <laughs> a good question i guess it was to try to make it seem like that was the point where lisha no return like <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) Because he he sees his co-worker and friend drugged in a bathtub jacking off, then you're gay. That's like, yes, this is what's doing it for me. (laughs) How can you be gay in any other way? Like, obviously. (laughs) I mean, why are you framing it like that? (laughs) It makes no sense. The loop on the thing was another thing because I was like, why did he have that stuff sent to his work address and not his home address? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't you it's mean so- you get you guys don't get your sex toys and, and products sent to work? 
about whatever one that's the office (laughs) chilling in the office thanks so guys this one's for me oh my god oh my gosh dream is a funny way to say memory loss as a trauma response honestly might be (laughs) might be yeah (sighs) it's like i really don't have many words for this series it's just insane to me I just feel like if you you could go really into the show and nitpick on every detail because there's so much wrong that doesn't make sense for mm-hmm. a story that there's too much. You'd be here forever. <laughs> yeah, you can make like a whole series about this, just going through every episode. Every and single episode. Pointing <laughs> out everything wrong. Everything wrong with history for a 5,000 part series. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I mean... <sighs> It all just lends down to bad writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bad trope, bad use of tropes, bad depictions of relationships, bad depictions of homosexuality. Like everything is just Very. not not good. None of it's good. Yeah, it just feels really outdated, like we said. Mm. Something that would be in 2016. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. Anyone else have any last minute thoughts, either you guys or in the chat? Give it a few minutes because I know there's or a few seconds. Oh, I know there is a delay between oh, us and YouTube. I give the series Six. a zero plus one because of the scene where we got to see the history three actors reunion. <laughs> Everything else got to go. Same. <laughs> the, the only good part of the show was the actors that weren't in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are your scores, ladies? (laughs) Can I give a negative score? (laughs) Oh, on a scale of one to five or one to ten? Let's say one to ten. Oh, negative (laughs) ten. That's, uh, I don't know what I'll give it like a two or a three just for the acting, Mm -hmm. but everything else I did not. Like, I would never recommend this series to anyone. Mm-hmm. I would never watch it again. I would say if you're interested in the actors, look out for some of their other projects that they hopefully have been in or are going to be in. But nothing else I really see as as worthwhile about this particular series. Yeah, same. I, I, I would yeah. give it a two. I think I would give it like a two or three, maybe. I feel like this show could have been okay mm. if they had the brothers not get together in the end. <laughs> And if they, what was the one thing we talked about? If the whole sexual assault thing was framed completely differently. Right. Because that was like the big thing that I did not like about it. But I wasn't even that that bothered by like the Fujishi characters. Like I didn't even think they were that bad. I feel like they compelled in comparison to everything else wrong with the series, honestly. Like they they seem pretty sane. So I thought depiction there was good but yeah so it wasn't like it, it like, wasn't on oxygen levels yeah i guess i'll give it like a three for the acting and for i don't know the female characters <laughs> <laughs> Charles, but yeah my thoughts are i'm glad i never watched it you're lucky you <laughs> saved yourself a lot of pain yeah we had to force our way through the whole thing because Just we to knew do we were gonna do this <laughs> i get really car sick and i spent like five hours just watching the show in the car and I was feeling so sick is this because of the show or is this because I'm looking at a screen in a moving vehicle yeah 
Aisha said, my score is not available out of 10 because it doesn't exist in my fantasy. <laughs> and Clyde That's said, better. I agree. I like gritty topics as long as things that are wrong are shown as wrong. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like there's nothing Absolutely. wrong with depicting dark or negative or gritty things, but they mm-hmm. have to be depicted with consequences and in a way that's respectful to that trauma and the people that have experienced Mm -hmm. it and that's not what the show did at all yeah yeah I like a lot of shows that deal with really dark things like Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen The Judgment on Netflix Mm -hmm. with Mile that one I really love and it has a lot of dark themes even like The Effect I loved Mm -hmm. The Effect Mm -hmm. yeah you did a video on that yeah that one's really heavy but I feel like it's a good watch. <laughs> I retract my Vicky account. That's my friend. Cancels. <laughs> Kelsey said, my score is a one, but nice try though. Don't try again. Yeah, please don't. Uh, don't try again, please. Yeah, we don't need it. I kind of hope they like watch this. <laughs> Please take, please take some of our advice. Take some notes, please. <laughs> I feel sorry for History 4 stands. I mean, the ones that love the actors because I've been through something similar with Tharn Type. I really like Mew and Golf, but I'm not watching that ever again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah can... it's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's hard when someone you really like is just in something really, really bad. And you're like, oof. <laughs> his boy (laughs) Kayla Kayla in the comments the history pops up on my recent activity and I was lost as to why it was poor Jose is like who is trying to sabotage my recommendations (laughs) oh my god yeah a lot of the things I've been watching recently I feel like (laughs) it's like why are you watching this the ghost of history <laughs> yeah, bottom line, don't give that writer any more projects, then the history series will be saved probably. Like just as a like final note, I do not understand how that show went through a lot of people and got approved to go on TV as a 15 know. plus show. <laughs> with yeah, no should, if they were going to do it, it could it should have been TVMA yeah with trigger like, warnings i mean at least they put them in after the fact but like shit. Mm. like they were Boy. showing butts and everything <laughs> like mm. how was that TV that's insane. yeah and it was pretty explicit the rape scene yeah yeah <laughs> oh i don't know oh my god all right well yeah. <laughs> well guys we, this... we rented for an hour so i think it's a good time to call it <laughs> This was really fun, guys, and we will continue doing lives. We've set it up so we will be doing one a month. And if you have any suggestions on what we should cover next time, please let us know in the comments when this goes up. Not next week, but the week after. It'll be Tuesday the 31st. We'll put this back up on YouTube as a podcast episode. Yes. So be sure to comment and yes. share it with other people. Yes. And follow us on social comments. media yes. to keep up. And if you 
didn't know already, we have a Patreon. And on there, you can get access to our exclusive Discord where we talk a lot about stuff and uh, you get news early, episodes early, and other behind the scenes stuff. Like we have uh, behind the scenes footage of our talk with Powell. Powell. 20 minutes that didn't make it into the episode. And we also have some behind the scenes of the episode that's going up on Tuesday about fanfiction with Amanda from the Aoi Shelf. That was a fun episode, so be sure to watch yeah. that when it comes out. Like, we were laughing so much through that I thing. Thought, she's so funny. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, Golden Blood. I have a feeling we'll probably end up doing a review on that maybe next month depending on what our patrons vote. We typically have them vote for what series we review next. We're doing Why Destiny today. And I have a feeling they'll want to see Golden Blood, but it's really up to them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we definitely, I think, I know at least me and Pixie watched it. Kayla, I don't know if you've gotten to it yet. You were, you've been watching Golden Blood, right? You watched it. I, yeah, um, I watched it. <laughs> I know we all have some thoughts there. For video. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure we'll have something come out soon yeah. in the next couple of weeks on Golden Blood as well. So stay tuned. Yeah, and we will also be talking about Game Boys, the movie. Yes. Yes. I'm excited about that one. Yay. Okay, well, okay. thanks guys for joining. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, thank you. We had so much fun. Bye. Bye. Bye.